0: Welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced, as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Moser here today. Episode one, is it 27? 27 today. I am back after a month long hiatus, wherever you're listening. however you are listening? Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. I'm opposite today of my other Infinity Bro
1: host. He's hosted and edited in this season. It's Isaac Edlund. Isaac, how are you? I'm doing great, and I apologize to the half of our listeners that we just lost when they found out that Max came back to the Infinity Bros podcast today, so sorry, try to stick with us as much my- as... <laughs> is it over under 15 that paused immediately? Hey, that's... All, all that matters is we get that download, so, you know, like, thank you for downloading the first 15 seconds of this podcast, we'll catch you later <laughs> until Max is gone next summer for Young Life Camp again. In your big dumb face. <laughs> <laughs> couple things
0: before we move on. Oh my goodness, there's more stuff coming out. So, okay, couple things. This is going to be a heavy MCU San Diego Comic-Con recap, and by heavy I mean all of it. The whole enchilada. This whole episode is this. So, if you're looking for things like the Shazam preview, our thoughts on that, you need to subscribe to our Patreon Check out the link in the show notes. You want to hear about the our thoughts on the MCU cartoons coming exclusively to Disney Plus, including X-Men 97. You will want to subscribe to the Patreon to hear our thoughts. We spent about 40 minutes talking about it, Isaac. So I think yeah. there's some good stuff a lot there. Of I think we need to go over. We talk about Shang-Chi a little bit. We talked about some predictions for some shows that I don't think we're going to get to. And we preview a little bit. You get to hear my top 10 MCU list too.
1: Yeah. Very and Isaac stuff.
0: was surprised at who was in the eighth spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So little, there's that teaser there for you. That was a teaser for the patrons. So thank you to our listeners. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, you know, we like we love those guys. Um, yeah, but this is this is what this episode is going to be all about. So we want to make sure that you, before we go into any of this, want to make sure that you're familiar with our rating system and how we rate things. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible, and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the infinity bros break something a six, it gets an infinity step. And additionally, we're going to basically spoil what's coming in the next couple phases. If you live under a rock or don't want to know this, per- first off, why are you listening to the podcast? This isn't True. the podcast to listen to. You shouldn't be listening not to for it. for you. But just making sure that if you're somebody that doesn't want to know what's coming, here's just spoiler warning. This is... Prepare yourself.
1: And Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler.
0: Ah! Okay, good. We got those out of the way. Um, I was gone
1: for a month. couple things to circle back on that were said about me while I was gone. I want to make sure that people... <laughs> oh, man. You're going to be circling for a long time if you're going to talk about all the things we said about you.
0: <laughs> I did see Thor Love and Thunder. I have dropped my rating since then to a four out of six. I still stand by the fact that it was a great movie. It was very poorly written, but the argument I'll make pretty much till I die about that movie, Isaac, that I feel like wasn't fully talked about on the podcast is I hate that everybody touted in Endgame how great fat Thor was. And I really despised how in Ragnarok, everybody was silly and nobody batted an eye, but all of a sudden we just jumped the shark on comedy. And now it's like, Oh my goodness, how could Marvel ever do this? Taika Waititi's ruined it. I hated that. I hated that rhetoric. Yeah. I spent years getting used to it, and now I'm fine with it. And now people are backpedaling.
1: Yeah, I think there was there was people that did not like Fat Thor. I will say that though, like not everybody liked Fat, Fat Thor. Some people, not they were definitely in the minority at the time, but some people didn't like the comedic tone of Ragnarok either. But that was like Ragnarok is pretty well received by everybody i feel like so i feel like you're right though people are just coming out of the woodworks to just rag on love and thunder's comedic tone i don't there's things don't that know. you could write about it you
0: could write that how
1: did we know that jane liked me
0: like how do we know she called out to her um why is valkyrie getting a back seat to everything did gore get used correctly, or it was he used appropriately as much? The CGI was wonky, especially with the kid with the eyes. And Thor did kind of give everybody his powers, which kind of negates everything that happened in Endgame. This is a point brought up to Z- by Zane. If he could do that with a bunch of kids, why didn't he do that with all the Avengers in the fight with Thanos? Also, these are complete spoilers for Thor 11 Thunder, by the way. Spoilers, <laughs> additionally. Eternity... We could just grant wishes out of nowhere. Like, why didn't Thanos do that? Then I just think there's a lot that could have been done differently. <laughs> if we're gonna make fun of the story, those are the things I'm gonna make fun of the story. But again, I liked it, it I enjoyed it, and I bought it.
1: Of storytelling to beef up the uh, the writing a little bit for sure.
0: And Taika Waititi went full Taika Waititi, and that's on the audience because everybody praised him for it. So they said, "Let him go."
1: We're not here to talk about Thor: Eleven We're here to talk about all of the MCU. Everything coming up. You're not going to talk about the things we said about you, though. I mean, that's what no, I was I'm let expecting go. to hear. Okay, I'm going to let it go past that. All right, fine. You were rude. You were mean. You were mean spirited. I mean, we're we're like that in person too, though. So I don't think that was out of character. <laughs> what
0: I love is that you're doubling down. You're like, yeah, you know, I, at least I didn't say behind your back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were listening, so you know, I I, knew, I fully I fully knew that you were going to be listening to those podcasts when I when I was. Yeah, the rhetoric that Jarrett
0: was like, "Oh, does Max ever listen to the podcast?" I was like, "Excuse me,"
1: I was like, "Get <laughs> off your high horse, there." Oh my gosh, couldn't believe I he know. Has that. I I think that he's got a point with Zane and Robbie though, because they still 100%. haven't said anything. They still haven't yeah. said anything in the group chat. So no, they have not. He's got a point. Nor will they. Yeah, he's got probably. a point. probably not. All right, let's talk about this bad boy. So today we
0: are recording at 9.40 p.m. Central. So if news comes out now, and and Isaac, literally something came up as we were talking, that oh will be news to you probably.
1: wild. So it, it's right. very
0: minor, but it's in regards fresh to reactions. the Avengers movies. Yeah, these are going to be very fresh reactions. So you need to understand a couple things. One, we're only going to go off the context of what we have right now at 9.40 p.m. Central Time. Two, this is all reactions to like, trailers or announcements of movies. So we don't even have all the information. So down the line, if you were to come back and like try to dunk on us for some takes, like, I think that's not fair given the context of this, but our hope is that we can really talk about these movies and really, I mean, every every year, or every two years we get one of these big data dumps from Marvel and we want to make sure we honor it, but also really talk about what we perceive is, is the future. So let's, let's just dive right into it. And I tweeted all day on this, Isaac. I did the whole, like, tweet this thing. I got to commend you as a Twitter connoisseur for what you do. I don't know
1: if you've ever done one of these types of tweet days. I think I attempted to for some of the stuff when COVID started, like the the DC fandom and, like, the maybe one of the Disney Expos that was going on or something. It's God a lot of work. This is, this is awful. This is, I can't believe people sit in there with computers and do this. Like
0: god bless those people um let's talk we're gonna break this into four phases we're gonna start with phase four so we had wandavision falcon and the winter soldier loki black widow shang chi eternals hawkeye doctor strange and thor this one will end with black panther wakanda forever She-Hulk and I am Groot. The technical order would be I am Groot, She-Hulk and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We talk about I am Groot on the Patreon, so you can check that out. Let's talk about the She-Hulk trailer first that just dropped, the two and a half minute trailer. What was your rating of it? We're not going to be able to break it down, obviously, in its entirety, Isaac, but if you could give
1: some broad strokes, future understandings of this character, what are your thoughts right now with it? I'm giving the trailer a five out of six. Um, Made me way more excited for the show than the first trailer. Uh, They definitely did some I'm assuming the first trailer maybe just wasn't like fully rendered. It seemed like because the CGI in this trailer was much better. Um, There still is some kind of like uncanny valley effect with her just because she's like a normal human looking, but she's also large and green. So I don't know how that's going to work out. It's it'll it looks fine. So I'm not really concerned about that anymore. The trailer was fantastic two moments especially that I loved in this trailer were the fourth wall breaks. Like I'm excited that we're going to get, um, you know, and Zane says this all the time. Cause he's a huge She-Hulk fan. Uh, he loves that she was the first one to kind of start the fourth wall breaks and then Deadpool kind of followed after that. But, um, I think this is going to be a hilarious, uh, show. And the one moment that you mentioned in the patron is that, she flipped the bird at the end of the trailer. I was like, wow, okay. (laughs) That was a little more intense than I thought we were going to be getting, but this trailer made me a lot more excited for the show. The first teaser trailer kind of was like, I don't know how this is going to go, but this one made me really excited about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some things we knew were coming. We had Abomination. Obviously, we have Wong. I agree with you. I think this is a five out of six. I'm cautiously optimistic about my thoughts with – The Marvel Disney Plus shows, I have not been impressed with them, and I do continue to be concerned about this show in that regard. I know that they're calling it on paper right now. They are calling this the 30-minute TV comedy of of Marvel. That's what they're calling it, and that's what Kevin Feige showed it as today, showcased it excuse me. This is a great trailer, though. This is exactly what you need to do. You need to connect it with everything, which is a huge piece of feedback Phase 4 has had it's funny they're leaning into and I don't care what anybody says with with She-Hulk it has always been about her identity as being a strong confident and beautiful woman that's like part of the comic and so they've got to lean into that and I think they're going to try to continue to do that I agree with you the CGI looks wonky which is why it's not a six if they can really iron this out this could end up being one of the better ones I think too because with Hulk being in it with what appears to be the great humor and the connective devices with everything else. I'm, I'm really impressed with it. I, if the CGI is bad though, Isaac, I think this show is going to get a huge
1: gripe right because of all the reports of CGI artists, not liking it, working with Marvel. It improved a ton from the first trailer. So hopefully it just, you know, they finish up all the touches and everything. And it looks great. The one other note is it's nine episodes long. Which is an improvement from all the six-episode series we've been getting. But if it's so
0: thirty nice. minutes each, Isaac, that's not much different. The time still works out the I same. I mean,
1: most much. of these, most of the other episodes in the seasons were only like forty to forty-five minutes anyway. So I don't know. I don't it's, buy it. If 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 they're if they're if they're thirty minutes, I don't buy it.
0: If they're forty-five to fifty minutes, then yes. But if they're thirty, it's just it's pretty much the they're same. They're probably going the to be forty-five to fifty
1: minutes with all the credits. <laughs> fair <laughs> sure. i mean the thing people are going to talk about is daredevil at the end of this right oh my gosh yes i didn't even mention let's, that let's
0: oh! let's save his let's save his dialogue for later let's save his dialogue for later he's in the trailer he's in the and trailer, he's got a black suit covered him sure black suits. um black panther wakanda yeah. forever this was showcased towards and so how i'm going to work this is i'm going to work chronologically by phase guys not how it was presented at San Diego comic-con okay black panther wakanda forever we got this trailer as well very, very emotional Chadwick, uh, excuse me, forgive me, Ryan Coogler talking about Chadwick Boseman. Um What were your thoughts around this whole thing? Because this movie has been, I think, the most divisive in how it should continue to go with the passing of Chadwick Bozeman. What were your thoughts about how they produced this? I mean, Coogler was basically saying like, he goes, he goes, I, I feel Chadwick's presence in this building right now. He said, I feel his hand on my shoulder. He was getting excited as the clip went on, is what is what Coogler continued. He was just squeezing down on my shoulder the entire time I was making this. When it was over, I couldn't even lift my arm. I felt his hand the rest of that day, kind of talking about Chadwick Bozeman and some footage they captured with this movie. A, a very emotional, touching tribute for, for Bozeman um what are your thoughts around this because this trailer i'm gonna i'm gonna start on the trailer but i'll hear your thoughts on both on Coogler in a sec this is the highest of six this is one of the best trailers they have ever made
1: yeah totally agree trailer was blow my mind fantastic and,
0: and i i guess isaac my question is are you leaning in now more to try to figure out who the black panther is and now that we know like okay this is how they're gonna do it uh t'challa is going to die it's clear and evident now they're going to have him pass in this universe with how this people are speaking with the murals, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think that this movie can carry, can
1: gain audience viewings from the premise of who will play black Panther? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because my whole mind was completely flipped by watching this trailer. And I'm going to go back to what you asked before. This has been the film that I've had the most hesitation on in phase four, completely. Like, And we've had kind of, I don't know if you want to call them doubts, but hesitations about some of these other films, like how are they going to handle Mighty Thor and Love and Thunder? How are they going to handle some of these other properties that are new to us? This one has been so up in the air because they haven't showed us a thing until tonight. Number one, how do they handle the passing of Chadwick Boseman? Do they you know recast him obviously that's not happening do they you know what do they do with that number two Leticia Wright I think is her name that plays Shuri mm-hmm. she's been I don't know what the word is inconsistent in filming because they've pushed this movie back basically because she's been injured uh there's been like issues that have been kind of behind the scenes type of stuff and at some point we were like is this movie even gonna get done is this movie going to get made? Like That's how up in the air it was. Dude, and so, so in one hour, just so far in one hour on Twitter, this trailer has 5.4 million views. Wild. And it deserves it. Because it this deserves trailer, it. I'm just saying it's crazy. This, Yeah, this trailer blew my mind. Because of all of that stuff that we knew before, I had very high hesitations coming into this movie. Again, like you said, this is one of the best trailers I've seen in a long time. It was fantastic. So, I mean, we, we get glimpses of uh, Riri Williams, uh, Ironheart, and we get glimpses of Namor, um, who's going to be, I would guess the main antagonist in this movie. And at the very end, we get a shot of the new Black Panther, whoever that may be. We didn't see the top half of, of the person. So, I mean, I this has instantly changed my mind on this movie. I am like very excited to see this movie, whereas before this trailer, I was kind of like, well, it's part of the phase four thing. So I'll go see it and we'll see how they handle it type of thing. So I am fully, fully on board for this film now. Completely flipped my view on Black Panther 2. Tanakh Huerta, who's playing Namor. Has
0: very big shoes to fill in a couple senses. One, Namor is one of the most iconic Marvel characters of all time. And it also doesn't translate well in regards to the wings on the feet. And you have Aquaman that's already been made in DC. And in this universe, I don't know how much that all translates. That all being said, as I said, it's a six out of six trailer. I, I, I was like, this is emotional. This was yeah, way absolutely more emotional than I had anticipated. From the dancing, the ceremony, it felt like I was watching a celebration of Chadwick Boseman. From the mural, she, uh, the actress who's playing Shuri crying, I mean, crying so much during this movie. Dude. We're seeing the birth of of Namor, who is one of my first comic book characters. I fell in love with. Um. Yeah. I. I. I think this is. Kugler has the biggest task in the history of the MCU ahead of him. There is no director aside from maybe the Russos with Endgame. There's no director that's had the pressure because of what black Panther means for the culture and what black and what the character of black Panther meant in particular the last five years. So I'm, I'm very optimistic. I think this is going to be a killer, but I will say this Isaac cave. It's not good. It will be ostracized. It will be ostracized majorly. But I don't think it will be. (laughs) I do not think November 11th is the premiere date. I'm very excited. We will be there that night. We will be recording that weekend.
1: Yeah, Um, absolutely.
0: Don't know what episode that'll be, but we will be talking about that on this show. Um, Secret Invasion is going to obviously be coming out in the spring. Very light details around it. Apparently, it's going to be a darker show. They showed clips in Comic-Con around Nick Fury chasing scrolls. Um, obviously, Freeman will be back, who was in uh, the first Black Panther movie as well. There's not much detail around this to really speak on, but Secret Invasion, that trailer should be coming out very shortly, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, and all we really got was a new like screenshot of the title, so nothing, no new news necessarily, but I mean, excited about it. Looks cool. There's something about this show that like, I think we need Black Panther before we can get a trailer for the show. I think it's going to connect to Black Panther. Maybe. I mean, we're getting a lot of new intros into characters in Black Panther. So, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a of them. T- I a mean, role. we didn't even talk about Riri Williams either. Right. Who's gonna be yeah, Riri and she'll Iron be Heroes. in yep. you know Armor Roars, which is down the road too. But, yeah, a lot of characters that are being introduced in this phase, phase four, which is kind of why I think this phase just dragged a little bit because we were all kind of ragging on the interconnectivity of the MCU and really, we're just getting this influx of new characters that are going to connect down the line. But it sure kind of was frustrating that we weren't getting all these cool, you know, little connections that we were getting in phase three and and, and so forth. So, but yeah, definitely excited for Secret Evasion. Looks pretty sweet. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh, James Gunn came out. He
0: did a concur and officially approved that a uh, com- what's the word not approved uh, confirmed he officially confirmed I'm using a lot of words tonight <clears <clears <throat> words he officially confirmed that this will be the last Guardians of the Galaxy with this group it didn't he didn't he he's leaving the room ru- the door open for future groups which I just feel like is gonna happen um but it is an end story according to Gunn I'm sorry some stories have an end it doesn't mean everybody dies. In the trailer, Gamora is now a Ravager and no longer remembers her fellow Guardian crew members. The trailer also teases Rocket's origins and an all gold super buff Adam Warlock played by MCU newcomer Will Poulter. Groot appears as a young adult. The clip is set to the song Flaming Lips, it's set to Do You Realize by the Flaming Lips, excuse me. Uh, it also this this was out of left field. It was also confirmed that Maria Balakova, who plays uh the girl in an uh, Borat 2. So she's the daughter of Borat and Borat 2, will play okay. Cosmo the Space Dog. <laughs> oh, okay. I yeah, I just I felt like that was so goofy and so classic James Same. Gunn. Yeah. Um there was a couple other things that's gonna talk about Rocket's origin. There's a a legal clip you can see online. We will not highlight that on our show, but if you wanted to watch it, hypothetically, it may or may not have shown a baby rocket being sad. Um, Nebula will have a lighter personality. Uh, She's still cathartic. Uh, Palm Clemente will uh, tease that mantis is still quirky and weird, but at the same time, she shows a lot of confidence in the shows, and then she shows some fighting skills. She said she's truly grateful um, uh, to be playing the part, as well as Poulter, who said it's pretty surreal to have stepped on the Guardian set. It, it was There were two emotional moments from the SDCC panel. One was obviously Black Panther over Chadwick Boseman's passing, but the other was Guardians of the Galaxy. You could sense a finite ending coming for the whole cast and crew, Isaac, what is the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise mean to you and how how does this end
1: appropriately in the context of a universe that's constantly moving forward? I think I mean, within the context of the MCU, the Guardians of the Galaxy was instrumental in starting to tell kind of the atypical superhero like storyline, like the Guardians of the Galaxy are not your typical superheroes. And, you know, we've gotten storylines Um, outside of the MCU, uh, after the first Guardians movie, you know, like Umbrella Academy and The Boys, all these other shows, and Invincible, all these other shows that are starting to kind of look at different types of storylines, you know, within superheroes. But that one really just kind of kicked off that whole fad. And and James Gunn does a fantastic job incorporating, uh, you know, Comedic and very emotional elements in in both of those films, so I'm expecting nothing less from Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, Will Poulter as Adam Warlock. Um, I don't know if many of you guys have played the game Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, fantastic game. Um, Adam Warlock and Cosmo actually both have pretty large roles in that game, so it'll be kind of fun. It'll be kind of fun to. Uh, see the new players in guardians of the galaxy three and see how they end that chapter, which is sad, but also kind of like you said, I mean, you kind of are feeling it coming at this point and, you know, maybe the guardians team will still be a thing and they'll get some new players in there at some point. But honestly, I think it's a good ending for them because we're going to, I think the next phases are going to start focusing more on the mutants and, and stuff that's coming so I think this is a pretty good way to to end it, honestly.
0: Yeah, I I guess for me, my expectations of Guardians of the Galaxy three are be funny, which I know they will be End strong End this arc of characters strong, if that's what you're going to do. And, and don't be afraid to kill some people. I think Drax is a character that will die. Yeah, um, I could and I think it would be, it would be good for him to die. I, I really, if there's like gripes I could make about infinity war in Endgame, Drax should have been a bigger part of Drax and Nebula should have been bigger parts of killing Thanos. Nebula was a big part, but it would have been great to see her be part of getting the gauntlet on Tony's hand personally. Also Drax was just a run and yell with knives kind of guy. I would have loved to see him have a bigger chance of taking some shots at Thanos Past right. kicking him in the leg in Infinity War. That's just personally what I say. <laughs> so I think just that's my thought on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. They're great. They're both great movies. I don't think they're like the best movies that Marvel does, like other people do. But I do think that they will be strong additions. And it's clear that Gunn is going to end strong. I, I trust James Gunn with his script. Dude made peace. Make me care about Peacemaker. <laughs> so, so like, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he has he has my heart there. Echo is coming in the summer as well. We've known about this for a while. No new news there. Loki season two is coming in the summertime as well. We've known about that for next year. Uh, Then the Marvels followed by Blade. This was kind of the big news that I, this is where we start to get in some interesting news here. So Marvels we've known about too. We just got the spoiler for Miss Marvel, skip ahead 20, 30 seconds. We know now Isaac about the fact that her and uh, Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel have switched places now. Is there anything about Marvels that you're expecting after watching that that you would love to see? Because you and Jarrett were raving about how much you
1: loved this show. So do you feel a very really hype now for Marvels? I'm way more than I did before. Because at this point, I wasn't really that excited for it. Um, and Miss Marvel was a good show. I. I no, was I was kind of more on Jared's side, but I wouldn't say that it was like, it was, it's my least favorite Disney plus MCU show, even though I still gave it a four out of six. So I, you know, it was, it was fine. It was, it was an all right show, but that last credit scene actually made me more hype for the Marvels than I ever have been. And I was actually really surprised. I found myself enjoying like seeing Brie Larson in that like post credit oh, scene, which I didn't. Up. You before. are such. Oh my gosh. I if, I'm not a hater, bro. I'm not. I'm not a guy that says the Miss Marvel is or Captain Marvel is the worst MCU m- movie. I'm like in the middle on that. I think it's a it's a fine movie. It's not good. Gr- it's not good. It's not terrible. It is what it is. But, but Captain but Marvel I, haters
0: I, need to get over it. She's I a great actress, and this is a great character.
1: I you know, Allison just didn't. She just, sorry, I said Allison. Brie Larson didn't really do it for me. I don't know. I was thinking of Brie Larson. Allison you thinking, Alison, Larson. Brie Larson. Brie I, Larson I, is I don't know. Captain Dude. Marvel
0: to me. I love her. I will defend her to the day I die
1: on this subject. I think I feel she's like- a fantastic as- actress. And I thought she i don't know if it's her i think this was really bad writing in captain marvel honestly I what can hear did that. so i can hear that uh, but i i, but I don't she, think it's her. she is a great actress i've seen her in other movies and she's fantastic so i'm not dogging her i think I, it again made me excited to see her in this post credit scene more than i was even for the movie of captain marvel so i'm more excited for marvels now
0: it's so funny because
1: I look at Rambo and, and Captain Marvel as having
0: to carry this. And I think other people look at this as Miss Marvel and, and Rambo having to carry this. And I, I really think Miss Marvel just did not click for me. I know you guys briefly touched on my review last episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just so poorly done. I felt like this, this show was just not even close to what I wanted. They still did in, Big in at the end, which was just brutal to see in the crummy
1: purple CGI. Just a just a huge bummer of a show dude, to me. I've down on those power sets before the show dude, even came out. So, absolutely, like, but I
0: I was assuming that I was going to get a good explanation for it. The explanation I got was spoilers for the end of Miss Marvel. <laughs> The spoil the, the the communication I got was that she was a mutant and I hated that. And I thought that was just like and I, I'm I, I'm thrilled that the X-Men are back, right? Like I that part is great. It's not a dog on how they did that. It's a dog on Miss Marvel deserves better. And the creator didn't like the, the skill set and the power set. And the show was just meh. And it was just like we're time traveling with no conf- consequences here. And we're, shit, we're moving across galaxies with zero contemplation and conversation. I understand they're going to have to talk about it in Marvels, but like, I
1: just felt like what I got in the first episode was not what I got the next five episodes. The first two, ep- and we talked about this on our review, the first two episodes were very different direction than the rest of the show. Um, and that was kind of a, that was kind of a bummer because I really liked where they were going at the first two episodes. So
0: it legit felt Isaac like two different people directed those six episodes. Yeah, like the first honestly, two years you're, last you're not it felt felt completely different. and that's my problem. And you you guys praised Amon Valani. completely agree. Great actress. Yeah, I think she's a great role. Yeah. I really have no issue with any ca- person playing a character in it. More issue with storytelling, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Blade is gonna be a movie it's not going to be a tv show that shocked me i thought blade was going to be a tv show so does that mean that blade connects us to black rider um or black knight excuse me black knight because of how eternals ended and is mahershala ali is definitely worthy of his own movie don't get me wrong but november 3rd of 2023 man, that's, that's
1: a great spot for that movie. I'm really excited for that. That is honestly. And so we haven't really mentioned it, but we got a giant set of leaks that came out before San Diego comic-con dropped. And on that set of leaks, we had a, a huge list of future Marvel properties that they were trademarking. You know, remains to be seen if that was like a planted leak and all of these are accurate and whatnot, all that stuff. They confirmed a lot of them, but one of the things that was on that list was a midnight sun's property. So I like yeah. fully have to believe that black knight is going to be involved in the blade movie somehow. I don't know exactly if that's a post-credit scene because we already had a post-credit scene with black knight, you know, grabbing the sword and eternals I don't know if he's going to be involved in the movie at all or not but I think in some capacity you have to at least mention him or or bring him into a post-credit scene or something like that because Midnight Suns is coming down the road that's going to be Blade, Black Knight, Moon Knight, maybe we can throw a few other characters that are coming into that but that's going to be it's going to be kind of like the more darker supernatural side of of Marvel which is incredible that we're getting that in the MCU. But that's coming. So I, I expect to see some kind of Black Knight reference in Blade. You talk about a movie that Zane's going to be excited for. Infinity Bro Zane, oh if you're not the
0: first time listening to us, he's one of the other six that showcases on the show with us. He's going to go ballistic for that. Um, and then Ironheart. Ironheart with Riri Williams will come out in the fall of 2023. <clears throat> this will be a TV show, a Disney Plus show. We did see her introduction in the Black Panther trailer, Isaac. We see a similar homage to Bozeman and his sister getting a high five in. They flip it. Now Shuri is giving the high five to Riri. Um, She will be in this. It hasn't been confirmed, but I'm just going to go ahead and bet that we're going to get some form of uh,
1: Rhodey in this. Right. Like I think Rhodey's got to be in this in this show. Yeah. And he's been the one that really has made the most cameos in the MCU. So he's going to be in Secret Invasion. We didn't talk about that either. Really, I didn't know that yep, he's that gonna announce- be in Secret Invasion. That that was definitely confirmed today. Forgive me, I didn't say that. Yeah, I could absolutely see that him just popping in and like you know saying hi to Riri at some point or something. That'd be cool. I could see him having big <laughs> issues with her. So I would love that tension. That would be very similar to. Um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier when Sam and yeah
0: well Bucky and like in, in the
1: comics it's Riri and Tony Stark that have the tension but obviously he's not he's not here so it's got to be Rhodey like Rhodey's got to be the one that um, you know is kind of like guiding her but at the same time he doesn't like anything that she's doing type of thing so yeah that's going to be that's going to be interesting
0: Isaac so far through the Blitz uh, what 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 is sticking out for you in the list we've said so far we have a lot more to go but what is stuck out for you what's like the most like oh my gosh that was
1: shocking I don't know. I guess I don't really know what I expected, but like they announced kind of the phases and we haven't really had a big announcement like that for probably since before Infinity War Endgame and that phase four is ending with Black Panther. Like I don't I I don't even know what I really expected it to end, but I was kind of like, wow, phase four is ending this year. That's kind of crazy to think about. We're getting phase five early next year already. It's just, I don't know, that was kind of a big revelation in my mind for some reason. Um, But yeah, definitely the Black Panther trailer. I mean, we've already talked about it at length. It's it was fantastic. That's definitely the thing that stuck out to me the most. Uh, That's what I was. You're basically saying my two points that I would
0: say, so I'd be rehashing it. Black Panther for sure. Six out of six. Top three trailer of all time. Absolutely. I think for sure for me, the other thing is just like looking at the list I have in front of me. This feels like a showcase of comic books. We finally reached the point where these – it it feels like a comic book run and like, hey, in order to understand this point, you're going to have to understand this from this episode and this comic arc. Like, I I hope that Marvel can do a better job of marketing that proficiently and giving their consumers access to that information in better ways. I know Marvel Legends has been a way that some people have done it, so that's how I've done it with my wife who doesn't have information – I hope Marvel can
1: figure out a, an efficient way to do that because I think it's going to be needed. I, I and, but I agree. Yeah, they well. need to they need to like start crediting these comic book writers and artists yes. a little bit more as well because them. they did a like basically a shout out to I think was it Matt Fraction? he uses Matt Fraction for the for the uh, Hawkeye um, like TV series, but David Aja's art in that series is. Just as iconic as the whole series itself. So, man, like they got to they got to start doing something for these comic writers and artists and and getting their names out there more for sure. Yeah, they owe them big. They owe them massive amounts of money. I completely agree,
0: Isaac. That's a great point. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate you saying that. Um, Let's transition to 2023 to 2024. Are you ready? That was 2023, Isaac. Wild
1: crazy man and they're still coming out with a crap ton of projects per year that's
0: basically 18 months from now 18 months from now we get agatha harkness coven of chaos which we knew that this was coming but now we have a name change which is fascinating it'll be interesting to see how much wanda plays into this if at all it would be cool here's just like my thoughts on this early anybody who's listened to my show knows that i hate wanda maximoff right now in the mcu i think she's i really hate how the rest of the mcu is looking at her Here's what I'll say. This show could really help a lot with this, though. If they can really give us great context on what the the Scarlet Witch is, what it means historically, and even showing previous Scarlet Witches in some capacity, whether that's through incursion level of multiversal things, which I think is one piece of the puzzle with her, or through just showing like, hey, people, she, a Scarlet Witch previously tried to destroy the planet and was thwarted. Here's how it was done to kind of cast a vision on how it could be done in this MCU. I think that'd be a really cool way to do it on top of really going deeper into the Agatha Harkness realm. And also, I mean, we Mark talked about it, but if you want Mephisto in it, this makes sense. <laughs> Mephisto's like back it. on the menu, boys. And I know. he's not, He's not on the menu. I'm just making a point <laughs> that in theory, you could do that.
1: That's all I'm going to say. Love it. When Mark mentioned that, <laughs> I was just oh, I was I was cracking up. I was like, Max is gonna be so mad. I was livid. <laughs> I hated that clip. You, so we, if you don't listen, we clip these and put them on our social media. <laughs> to put so. that clip, and I was like, stop, literally stop right now. Don't do okay, this. Here, to me again. Here's something. Interesting. So I was gonna ask you this before you. You kind of mentioned it though, like. I don't think Agatha Harkness series was on Marvel's radar until Catherine Hahn had the reception she did Agreed. in WandaVision. Completely agree. Do you think, first of all, that Wanda, Scarlet Witch, has a big part to play in the future of the MCU? Second part of that, like, is Agatha kind of a mentor of some sort to her? Or is this Agatha's show completely? Is, is Scarlet Witch not a part of this? So I think there's
0: a couple ways that Wanda can be looked at in this series. So the first is this and I'm talking about the MCU series not not this show <clears throat> I think that Wanda I think unfortunately Wanda had her moment of villainry villainy whatever it is in Dr Strange I think we saw that I think we saw that showcase and I think she has been done. So now I think she will shift back to being good good. Um, for a little bit, and there's two ways you can go from that. You can either go Avengers disassembled where she blows up everything you could go. And then that would lead to House of M, which a lot of people have referenced and said, this would be how I would do it if I was you. I think they're going to get her back to being a hero because of how the people have responded to her. Even with her being awful, people still love her. (laughs) <laughs> for some reason people doesn't make any sense to me she's the worst she's <laughs> literally the worst but some people love her the other way is, is she's still a villain she's still a villain she's still a bad guy and she's going to be part of this incursion process or she will be the one that has to stop the incursion so in like secret wars or um, in, in the in the new secret wars that came out about 10 15 years ago, I think it was Battle World was fueled. Dr. Doom is fueled by Molecule Man. Maybe that's what happens here with Scarlet Witch. And that's, I think there's just a couple true. interesting ways you could use her power set. She's exponentially powerful, literally, no one can hang with her in this universe. So I just foresee Kevin Feige looking at it that way, but I don't know. We'll see. With Kang, too, it all it becomes fascinating. We'll talk about him in a bit. This is – okay. So of the announcements on, on this list, there's two really big ones. No, three really big ones. This is the first one, Daredevil, Born Again. Oh, my gosh. And you talk about like a series that has – and this deserves its time in the sun right now. D'Onofrio and Cox are obviously returning. Cox is going to – he was in Spider-Man. He's going to be in She-Hulk. We saw him in the trailer. I would imagine he's going to be an echo. That hasn't been publicly confirmed, but there's been rumors about it. And there's also been rumors that Jessica Jones is going to appear in Shield. 18 episodes,
1: Isaac. 18 episodes. Let's go, baby. Let's go. OK, I want to talk about this. I absolutely love the Daredevil Netflix series. Best series on Marvel series on Netflix by far not there's not any of those shows that hold a candle to daredevil um i was a little worried when marvel was like we're gonna bring daredevil to disney plus because of the way that they've handled these disney plus shows in phase four i was like crap are we gonna get a six issue miniseries of daredevil that they're just gonna try to cram as much crap into as they can and make it super rushed. Like pretty much all of these shows have been, I, I was worried, man. But when I saw the 18 episodes, I'm like, all right, I'm back on board. I think this is going to be incredible. And obviously you have to have Cox and D- D'Onofrio back. Uh, fantastic. I'm so stoked at this series and with, uh, him appearing in She-Hulk. Um I'm really excited to see him and Jennifer Walters play off each other. Hopefully we get a courtroom scene with them together in it. Like really really excited for for Daredevil's future in the MCU right now.
0: Well, and they kind of did the born again storyline in season 3 of Daredevil Isaac. So that's where this like gets really interesting to me is what a f- great title for a season, by the way, True. or for a yeah. show, whatever you want to call it. Absolutely. This is this is so unique. This is season four, right? Like, this has to be treated as season four. I feel like that almost has to be at this point. If you're bringing all those people back, you have to treat it as season four. Season three did a lot for, in the context of the Born Again storyline. If you could read those comics, great arcs across the board. Kingpin sets out to ruin his life. Does the same thing in this, arc. Do they do that again just for the different ripple? Or do they kind of treat it like more psychological maybe actually kill some friends of his you know maybe actually you know i don't i don't know i'm just spitballing here i that's the only thing about this title
1: that gives me like a little bit of a huh is you did that in season 3 not even to mention though also the the mcu appearance and will be appearances by the time the show airs of wilson fisk like we got him in hawkeye and it was a weird It was a weird appearance, like completely honest, like super weird kingpin appearance. No, it wasn't weird. It was awful.
0: It was bad. It wasn't good. And I think people are just so we're so nice to Marvel. We got it like
1: it wasn't. It it wasn't wasn't the same. It wasn't the same like
0: not even
1: that we had in the Daredevil series, which is a huge bummer because D'Onofrio played him perfectly in the Daredevil series. This is such a shred, Isaac. Yeah, he's going to show up in Echo as well, or has been rumored. I don't know if that's been confirmed, but like he's such a huge part of Echo's story. So I'm like, you can't really have an Echo show and dive into her character without Kingpin being in it. So he's going to have another appearance in the MCU. How are they going to handle that? And then how are they going to pick all that up with, you know, starting a new series or a new season of daredevil on disney plus like i don't know man a lot of questions but i am stoked like they the have 18- to land
0: this show isaac this is this is on the same this is on the same level as black panther minus the person that passed away like this is if they butcher this if right. they disney plus bambi pambi haha, ha, wilson fisk in a hawaiian shirt this People will be mortified.
1: They will be livid. I mean, this is going to be very, very scary. Right. And I think they realize, I think they realize that they have, you know, fumbled a couple of these Disney Plus shows because the 18 episodes, that shows me that they're going to put some serious work. That's a statement. That's a lot of episodes. and, And that's
0: 45 minutes each. Like, I mean, that's
1: if they're going off the current model of 45
0: minutes, that's why they're doing it. I yeah, I'm. I'm very nervous about this. I'm very excited, I'm but nervous, we've known but for a this while. This makes me way more excited. Right? We've known. We've known since Spider Man. We knew this was coming. The question was how. And 18 episodes is great. The original cast is great. The timing is great. I like where this is on the order as well. This is right after Blade. This is right after Echo. You can build a lot in Echo. You can build a lot in She Hulk. <clears throat> I mean, would it be crazy to say Purple Man could come back? I mean, there's just some other things that there's some other characters you could bring back. We, we talked about this on the Patreon, but like Power Man and Jessica Jones, what does this mean for them? Shang Chi, could he become the Iron Fist or is Iron Fist going to be back as Finn Jones or a third party? I don't know. These are questions this show is going to have to a- answer. And I hope it keeps everything that happened in the Netflix series. I really do. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say it. I hope that they honor what was said in Netflix. Let it be. You don't have to do any work with it. Right. Just do it. it Make it happen. I think don't abandon it. Don't abandon it. Lean into it. Lean into into the R rating. You just put Daredevil you put um excuse me, not Daredevil. Um
1: you put Deadpool and Logan on your platform. Right. That was that was the other question because I mean the Daredevil series is it's very brutal and lots of blood and really just crazy violence and we thought we were going to get that with moon night and we did get a couple glimpses of like some pretty brutal action but like it was nowhere near we the level did not of get that in moon night i mean was... we got like we got uh you know some mortal beings being impaled and you know, some a little bit of horror elements, but it's nothing compared to Daredevil. Yeah. So, no, I agree. yeah, I, I was a little worried about that as well. But I man, I'm really excited that the 18 episode thing tells me that they are going to take this serious. So I really, really hope they do. I've touted one thing on this show and I'll tout it again. The Disney
0: Plus shows are a problem. They're not good. They don't do a good job. They're not
1: excellent. And I'm fearful for Daredevil because of that. Here's here's another interesting um, thing. So they filmed all of these Disney Plus shows within almost a year. So like they didn't know how people were going to respond to these Disney Plus shows. So you're saying all filmed in in post-production.
0: Right. So you're, what, you're, what you're saying right here is you think the feedback will change how they do this.
1: I think so. And that's why I think they announced that this is going to be 18 episodes because they're like, oh, crap. Like people didn't like a lot of the stuff that we did in the series. We need to make some changes. I think COVID-19 was a part of that, too, Isaac. I think yeah, COVID, yeah. No, I, COVID I, I totally agree that that was terrible. part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that was part of it. But now, I mean, you know, we're we're past a lot of that. I mean, not necessarily COVID wise, but like like production wise, we're past a lot of that stuff. Um So, you know, I I think they are going to make those changes because they know now what they did wrong. I hope I hope they do. Anyways, we'll find so, out. We'll find Captain out Captain
0: America. No, New World Order. May 3rd, 2024. Right. Here's the nope. question of the day. There's only one question really I have at this. Is is this Steve Rogers coming back as Hydra Cap or is this? Captain America versus bad Captain America, like in
1: the show. And if that's the as case, in, that's incredibly boring in a rehash. Right. Yeah. As in, as in John Walker? Like, you, you're John thinking Walker. it's going to be John Walker? No. I sure hope not. Cause if it is, then that would again be boring because we already saw that. So. Do you think they can get Chris Evans to come back and do this? I think so. I don't think Chris Evans would say no. Uh, and I think, and you know what? what? It'll be interesting to see Gray Man on Netflix because he is the main antagonist in that. And he's played some other antagonist roles as well. I think he'd be a a phenomenal villain. So I think he would be an awesome Hydra Cap, uh, which for those of you guys who aren't comic readers, there is a run where he reveals that he's been in Hydra the whole time, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff. What if King goes
0: back in time, changes Captain America? And the only person that is, the only two people that are fully aware of it, for whatever reason, are Sam and Bucky. And it's a rehashed world, and they're trying to figure this out. And this gets kind of put together with Ant-Man Mania, which is not on my list for some reason. Oh, That's I'm like, sorry, I missed that. That was after What If? That was supposed to be for Secret Invasion. I, we got to go back and talk oh, about okay. that. We're going to talk All about right. that in a moment. Forgive me to those that are listening in chronological order. what if this has something to do with cap with ant-man because ant-man at the end of quantum mania goes like okay we've got a big problem on our hands this guy is a conqueror he's not scared of avengers and then
1: in doing that like what if that's the arc here could that be a possibility i yeah i mean that definitely sounds like something that could be introduced absolutely um i would love to see sam wilson kick steve rogers ass (laughs)
0: <laughs> that would be fantastic oh i'm all in gosh. on it i really am i'm i'm very much pro sam sam wilson being my captain America. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm, yeah. I'm he's not falcon Amor, he's captain Sam America. wilson is the bomb i, I love him as captain America. i don't know how people don't see it that way i miss this i'm totally sorry ant-man and the wasp quantum mania this is a big one too because they showed footage from this wait they showed footage they showed footage
1: wow of this i did not know that there's a lot that they talked like about in this really, too. Yeah. Crazy.
0: Well, it's it comes out February 17th. So right now we're yeah, we're only seven months away from that, Isaac. Man,
1: everything's moving so fast.
0: Like realistically, <laughs> Ant Man and, and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, that that's a
1: tr- we're probably very close to a trailer. Maybe that's a Disney Plus uh day reveal. You're probably right. We even talk about that.
0: All right, so here we go. Uh, the footage begins with Scott Lang reading from his new book to a crowd because he's been gaining action for being an Avenger for a while. Obviously, he has the podcast. We know about that in other shows as well. <laughs> he gets a call from jail. It's Cassie. Scott doesn't want her wasting her life. He talks about saving the world again, which prompts a call out of from Hank and Hope. The lab explodes, sucking our heroes into the quantum realm where they meet Krylar, played by Bill Murray. Yes, Bill Murray's in the trailer, Isaac.
1: Bill Murray. <laughs> That's right. I and he knows Janet.
0: Kang is a big oh presence. Gosh. And this is this is really the big quote. Um, he says, everything you're holding on to, everything you call life, I know how it ends. And Scott, and whether it's from that or from other dialogue, says, uh, I'm an Avenger. And then he goes, you're an Avenger? Have I killed you before? Bad. <laughs> Ass line, Whew. Kang the freaking conqueror, man. I mean, we haven't oh, even gotten oh, him yet. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh! This feels like the perfect opportunity for Marvel to really go full steam head to head of humor and very serious. Like, oh. I would really like to see similar levels of Thor: Love and Thunder. If this can be a better written script than Thor: Love and Hunt, Thunder, I think this oh, that yeah. tone can work for this movie it very will be, very, yeah. very well. And if Hope Van
1: Dyne can play the straight man still, yeah, I think it will be for sure. And man, Jonathan, Jonathan Majors is Kang, dude, delivering that line. We are not talking about him until oh, we get to so the Avengers so movies. We're not okay, talking about right.
0: him <clears throat> intentionally. Very excited for this movie. I'm very excited to see Scott Lang. And I hope they really, really hash into how he's like made money off of the Avengers situations. I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> oh i really, 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 really pulling for that. Like he just crushes like daily humor, like. Living in the world humor. That that guy just absolutely obliterates it. So very, very well done. Good stuff. All right. Uh, Thunderbolts will end phase five. This will come out July 26, 2024. Not much to give on this. We've kind of seen the breadcrumbs fall into place with this one. The big
1: question is, what do you do about William Hurt passing? Because he would have probably played Red Hulk in this. Yeah. Who do you pivot to? Yeah. And why is the team called Thunderbolts if he's not in it? Like, he's got to be in it. Well, R.I.P. I'm sure they'll have an homage to him. They could, they could right. do that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's, I'm speaking the character, obviously, not not the actor. Yeah, yeah, accurate, yeah, I understand. But, I understand. But like, man, yeah, I mean, he's the reason they're called the Thunderbolts, Bolts, obviously. If they pivot and do a random way to name that team, I think that would be kind of silly. So I think they got to have Red Hulk in there somewhere, or maybe not even Red Hulk. Maybe it's just the character. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. This this is the one that I've been head scratching about because like I'm not mad about it. Like I would like to see a Thunderbolts movie, but like how is that going to fit into the major scope of the MCU? I just feel like it's kind of a little weird side quest that is not going to end up. Is being this irrelevant. the Captain
0: America Civil War? Do you, think, do you think this
1: could be like how they broke the team up before
0: all the bad stuff kind of takes place? Because hear me out. The reason I say that is this. We don't know what comes after that except for one prop movie. November 8th would be Fantastic for. Yeah. So like do the Thunderbolts – is the end of the Thunderbolts like they do something that sets off Kang starting his side quest or – Yeah. Like I, I'm I'm kind of spitballing like does that really tear Earth up? Like, is that kind of do something that starts the snowball rolling and just do we watch just the end of what we think the MCU is
1: right now in this? Is this like the true disassembled part? I could probably see that because, again, like I said, at this point, I have a hard time seeing where this is leading. So that's a pretty good postulation as to why this is even a thing, because I didn't even know, know I was good at postulating until you told me that. There you go. There you go. Never knew. Never knew. Yep. That's why those uh, those Mark and Max messarounds are are the best episodes because you guys just well, Mark mostly just postulates and you just sit there and if Mark was still here, we would still be on Guardians of the Galaxy. We'd oh, still yeah, be talking absolutely. about that. There's no way we would move as smoothly <laughs> as you and I have. This would be a two hour episode easy. No question. Here, no so. question. <laughs> no, we'd still be on I am groot. <laughs> I'm Groot. We haven't even made it to the main content yet. But if
0: I'm Groot in another universe, what if he's in Secret Wars?
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, Thunderbolts.
0: I, I agree, Isaac. It's so random, but it, they have been very intentional about setting this one up from from dating back to Infinity War. Like exactly. They've they've really wanted this one for some reason, and I would assume the team is Elena, Bucky, John Walker, B- John Walker. Abomination, Baron Zemo potentially. Baron Zemo about that. Yeah, I don't
1: know, man. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I I don't. Baron Zemo seems like a weird fit to me because he definitely seems more strategic. So I bet he is going to be like the lead leader of the She Hulk villain. Yeah, I don't. I don't know.
0: Like a Black Panther villain. I don't know maybe somebody from Atlantis with namor i don't know i
1: i don't know i it'll be a great cast yeah oh yeah right it'll be a great cast for sure i i think i think honestly i think you might have nailed it we're going to come back to this episode when thunderbolts comes out and we do a review episode and be like wow Max was right like a year and a half ago about how Thunderbolts is starting the snowball that is sure. eventually going to be the wreckage of the the MCU as we know it. Because <laughs> that's what Civil War did. Civil War disassembled them. And that's why Infinity War had such an
0: impact was they had they were all broken up naturally. I wonder if Thunderbolts is going to do that. And but I, don't, I don't I don't know how they do it. And this is why I love that Marvel does it this way personally. I think it's better to tell us what's coming and then let us wonder and then figure out. So Thunderbolts, July 26, 2024.
1: All right, let's get in that. That will end phase five. That's phase five, buddy. Weird, weird way to end phase five. But but that even plays into your theory that like maybe that's the end or the start of something big for phase six. Yeah, we're we're 55 minutes into this. We're going to try to go
0: another 25. (laughs) But this is I mean, this is phase six is why you're here, right? This is I mean, yeah, this is why we're having this conversation. November 8th, 2024. I don't believe that's the date this is coming out because that's difficult for them to manage. This is just like, hey, this is what we're putting on paper right now. We'll we'll assess by then If if we're great in production, we'll go earlier. If we're bad, we'll move later. I could see Fantastic Four being a December release. Let me also start there. That's that's the November eighth reveal. This this is going to be the biggest movie Marvel does.
1: They're they're literally going to do their three biggest movies back to back to back <laughs> with yes. this. Honestly, when I look at um release dates, I look at more of the order of the movies that are releasing because the release sure. dates change all the time. Like sure. Who cares about the release dates? Thunderbolts, then Fantastic Four being at the beginning of phase six. That's what's important like that's what story or announcement they're making i think so but yeah i mean what's interesting about fantastic 4 is we've been getting a lot of rumors lately about castings and they do not include john krasinski as reed richards we're going go, i'm going i'm going to go ahead and just here's what i'm going to say
0: because there's one that we need to talk about and you you you're doing a great job ushering my notes in <laughs> There's a, there's a specific character that we think may appear in a project project that we've talked about already. So I'm going to go ahead and pause and give you just a, hey, if you don't want to know this, fast forward ahead to the next segment until uh, we talk about King. So here we go. <clears throat> Allegedly, Jason Siegel is playing the thing. Jason Siegel from How I Met Your Mother. Do you believe that he'll be in
1: She-Hulk? That would be interesting. I have no idea, honestly. I feel like... That's a great casting, side note. That is a great casting. If that's him, that's a great casting. Yeah, I would be totally down for that. Um, I'm all for it, honestly, if that's true. I have a hard time saying yay or nay if I believe that it is true at this point because I feel like Fantastic Four is so far away that... I mean, they obviously are working on casting right now, so maybe it is true, but like, filming and everything has already been done, and they're in very far post-production for She-Hulk so they would have had to have this casting done a long time ago so I'm leaning more on the I don't believe that but if it is sweet I'm all for it I,
0: I do believe it for a couple reasons one it's very specific so with these rumors the more specific it is the more difficult it is to be wrong two They didn't announce the Fantastic Four cast today. That feels to me like a dropped ball because this is coming out in July. uh, It's 2025. No, Fantastic Four is slated to come out in 2024. Isaac, that's two and a half years from now.
1: They've got their people picked out by now. They might but like, I mean, by the beginning of She-Hulk, they started filming probably summer of like 2020. They announced it last year, which means last year they were looking. And I think they needed to announce it so they could prepare for She-Hulk. I'm just saying that's a long time ago that they started filming She-Hulk. So I think, I dude, I,
0: Isaac, I mean, they, why would they not show up in other projects? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Realm. I mean, that's definitely something they could pull into.
1: Um, Marvels. If they do, honestly, that makes Fantastic Four a better movie. So if that's the case, I'm all for it. Even, if they start introducing even, these characters, that would be incredible.
0: Because the other thing is Dr. Doom is coming. They're not going to hold off on this. Dr. Doom, there's been rumors that he's we've coming seen, back. We've seen leaked, leaked pictures of him. He could potentially be a post We're going to say scene. leaked leaked with it's quotes. Leaked. We're going to say leaked with quotes. It's quotes Another spoiler. Yeah, with I just quotes. think Fantastic Four have already been talked about several times. Several, several times. And the origin story, we might not get that. That might not be how this is done. But I, I think I'm inclined to believe it. I think we're going to see – I think right now the percentage chance is 80% because they announced it last year. And I think to myself, why would you tell us that last year if you had nothing to tell us this year? Why would you just come out with a date? And it's not that long of a date. It's That's the thing that makes this whole list crazy
1: is it's not a long time for everything. Yeah. It's just two, two to three years. That's it. Just think like – Back in phase one and even into phase two, they were coming out with one Marvel project like every other year. Yeah. And now we're getting like six to ten projects per year. Absolutely. Just craziness. So and much. And I don't think you need to have the rest. You don't even have to
0: have the rest picked out. If you want to just go with the thing right now and, and move on, I, I don't think you have to have the rest picked out. I think the thing being played by Jason Siegel absolutely makes sense in the context of this. And I think it'd be great. You think, I had, you think he's going to show up in She-Hulk then? 80%. 8 out of 10, 8 out of 10 maxes are going to see this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm putting my stamp on it. 8 out of 10 maxes. All right. Here's the other part that makes Fantastic Four just so crazy. This is confirmation to me. I, this is 99%. Kang is going to be Nathaniel Richards. This is like, why would you make this the start of this phase? Yeah, right. If Nathaniel Richards isn't getting isn't getting looped in. So then we talk about Iron Lad. And we just reading the comics. Isaac, I think we're going to get. Everybody from the original group back. I think we're getting them all back. I think I think Marvel is watching what's happening right now. The huge feedback is where's Tony and where's Steve? And I think we're gonna get him back. I think we're gonna get Steve back in this Captain America New World Order. We're gonna get evil Steve. It's gonna piss some people off. And then we're gonna get good Steve back for these for for these Avengers movies. And I think Secret Wars is going to be that way you do it. And I think
1: Is this so you're you're saying these things? Are these the main MCU continuity, same characters, or are they a different universes? I don't know. I don't know. But I think Steve even Rogers. with Riri Williams, it wouldn't
0: surprise me if, if we find out that Robert Downey Jr. is doing holograms, that wouldn't surprise me at this point. I think, I think we're going to get sprinkles of that the next coming years, but I think secret wars just doesn't feel like it's going to be the big thing that end game was unless you get Steve and Tony back. You have to have catastrophic failure in King, King Dynasty. Like I'm talking dozens of deaths. We got to have some major problems after King Dynasty and we will. Yeah. But I'm telling you what, that secret Wars movie, man. If you just show Tony Stark like I'm back, I think the people will riot. I think they'll go ballistic
1: for that. (laughs) They will. Regardless of what the setup is. I mean, you're not wrong. They will go wild, but I don't know, dude.
0: And, and I'm not saying, here's the other thing. I'm not saying they have to be like the big leaders of everything. You can still have You're just saying a small role or even like a cameo. Not them. even a cameo. I'm saying a, a piece of the puzzle. I'm saying a piece of the puzzle. Being part of the being part of the ride. Like like being a team member. You know, it's not Steve leading it, it's Sam leading it, right? Like Sam is the one that leads it, because Steve lets him. Um Riri is the one doing stuff because Iron Man sees that and lets her. I just think that would be really, really cool. I think that's the opportunity here. But Fantastic Four, this kind of leads into kind of the main point I was trying to make. We're totally getting incursion excursions. We're totally getting Illuminati in some capacity. It's been teased already. This is why you have Fantastic Four, is for this King Dynasty setup. And this is why Dr. Doom 100% is coming, because he's the time travel guy. And we've seen time travel used now three or four different ways. I just think Fantastic Four puts a huge ripple in all this and really sets this whole thing up to be a multiverse of madness, pun intended from Doctor Strange, right? Like <laughs> we've just graced the entrance point. It's called the multiverse. It's called the multiverse yeah. saga. Multiverse like, saga. Yep. Everyone's coming in. Hugh Jackman's coming back. I I really think that. I think everyone's coming back, Isaac. I think Kevin Feige's goal is simple. Everyone in one movie, that's Avengers Secret Wars. He wants King Dynasty to be this, like, okay, this is the new ragtag group. They, they're going to try to do it and they're going to fail. <clears throat> and a couple of them are going to die. And they're going to keep the core together. And the end of that will be Toby McGuire comes in. Right? Like we've seen it. Or like this is yeah. what we need. We need we we need Hugh Jackman. We need I mean they didn't even talk about Deadpool. Where does Deadpool f- fall in this? Deadpool wasn't even brought up. He's going to be in one of these movies. Um so there's two movies between Fantastic f- I'm sorry, there's five movies between Fantastic 4 and Avengers Kang Dynasty that
1: weren't announced that were like Deadpool maybe. has to be one of those movies. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It has to be. Dude, okay, just imagine this. It just came to my mind. Deadpool is in another, and this has been brought up by, you know, a ton of people. This isn't original thought or anything like that. Deadpool is in another random multiverse. We get a Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe type storyline where he kills like the Fox Universe, kills like, you know, other people. That could be Deadpool 3 right there. There you go. Boom. Dude, you are stealing my thunder, Isaac. Here's what I think (laughs) is going to happen.
0: There are two movies after Kang Dynasty. I think Deadpool kills the M, the Marvel universe is one of those movies.
1: That would be fantastic. Another I think that's that the prelude for Secret Wars. About.
0: You can have him kill whoever the heck he wants. You can make it R-rated. And then with Secret Wars, guess what? You bring everybody back. You want to know why? Cuz you're rebooting it all anyways. <laughs> you're rebooting it all anyways, <laughs> well, right? Like you I mean, get, it's time. It's time to reboot. And then I bet the next series is, the it's, it's, either the is do- yeah. it's either the Doom
1: Saga or it's the Ultimate Saga. Oh my gosh, if they start setting up Doom in the Multiverse Saga and make him the big bad in the third saga, that would be reshuffle the deck, make it an ultimate universe,
0: do it like the comic book did make it an ultimate universe. You can get everybody that wants to come back,
1: reshuffle the deck with what you messed up on. Easy.
0: And we're, we're cooking I, with fire.
1: I haven't been this excited talking about Marvel, the future of the MCU, probably since Endgame was over, honestly.
0: <laughs> no, I think Fantastic Four just has a great opportunity to really look into Nathaniel Richards, to really reset the deck on a lot of things, but really make Doom a big centerpiece. And I'm really excited about that, Isaac. Kang Dynasty... This is through rumors. There's nothing for sure here. This is just all Reddit internet read is that it will be an exploration of time in with Kang. So, you know, you're going to get your Western feel. You're going to get your old timey feel. And this would be really fascinating with this crowd. It also would require a significant intelligent presence to navigate all that with Tony Stark dead. So that feels to me like Reed Richards. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. It just feels like the normal way. But Secret Wars is the big one. This is the head honcho. How you do it is really up to them. Do you go the Beyonder route from the original comic, or do you go with the new Battleworld route? I don't know. Because if you
1: want to connect all these other universes, Battle Roy- Battleworld makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And seeing Doctor Doom as a big bad is... It's all I've wanted since Thanos is the big bad and in, in phase one dr doom man but maybe
0: King is the secret or is big big bad right like maybe they are holding maybe. on to doom and that's fine right. you can hold on to doom just show showcase him once and and right. save him for later right well,
1: like and and what the previous fantastic Four movies have done poorly is doom so like you know introduce him in fantastic four but he's not the main protagonist obviously like you know that's that's the thing that they those makes those fantastic four movies bad is that they push doom and then they beat doom and it's like what like doom's like a main dude in the comics like you can't just like beat him once and then just be done with it you know so yeah just they we need him as a big bad he's he's awesome can't wait for that and Latveria is so big in the context of any Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. So to have
0: them not reference Latveria is really big. So, so yeah, we've got seven projects that haven't been answered. I'm sure a couple of those are TV shows too. Like probably a Loki season three. I would imagine Loki is going to be part of that because that's the other part. Loki plays into this too. The Young Avengers play into this too, Isaac. It's like do you do a young do you do a Young Avengers TV show? I've always been a proponent of do the Young Avengers
1: TV show versus the movie. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. And that's a better way to showcase, excuse me, that's a better way to showcase a lot of people in, you know, a more spread out like TV series than a two hour movie. You know, so I think that would be a great way to do that. The other thing is, is we talked
0: about Power Man, Jessica Jones. They could go in there. You need another Shang-Chi movie maybe, too. I I really personally I'd like to see another Shang-Chi movie thrown in there. White Vision's out there doing something. Do you attack him again with
1: a Wanda Maximoff movie? Like, um, That's something we have not talked about a lot is that White Vision is out there doing something and we have no idea. Gallivanting the planet. Just, Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what that yeah, guy's up
0: to? I mean, the, the other thing is we're talking – you, you, you talk about Eternals with, with what happened mm-hmm. at the end of Eternals
1: with Star Fox. That has to come back full circle into this. Right. Yep. And you mentioned um, mutants. I mean, that's been a rumor a while for a couple of weeks now is that a mutants movie, not X Men, but Mutants movie is in the works. A lot of Yanks. things. I don't know. A lot of things. I don't know.
0: There's there's a lot of projects here. So there's two springs, two summers, a fall and a winter. So the so the spring and the summer, that would lead me to believe oh, two falls. There we go. So then, that would lead me to believe that there's two TV shows in the fall, one TV show in the spring, one TV show in the summer. Maybe a yeah. movie too, but like Deadpool's got to be in there too. Yeah, Deadpool's got to be in there somewhere. Deadpool has to be in there. Yeah, I don't know. It's this. This is where the puzzle becomes tremendous.
1: Yeah, this is great. This is just great stuff.
0: But yeah, excellent just job the by
1: Mark of all this stuff. Like again I said this is the most excited I've been about the future of the MCU since Endgame and Infinity War. Like man, it's just it's wild that they just dropped this huge and we we kind of all have been like, "Oh, what are they going to reveal? What are they going to talk about? blah blah blah." They just threw a giant bomb on us. Nobody expected them to reveal this much. I think we were all kind of like thinking, "Oh yeah, we'll get the trailers, we'll get a couple cool looks at something." Man, they they pulled out all the stops with this I agree And this and presentation one,
0: they they've attacked a couple things one they've attacked the feedback of there's no plan there's a plan his name's Kang and they brought Jonathan Majors on the st- on the set and said made him talk to the audience i think that was great they did a lot that we haven't talked about today um Daddy there's a lot of people they talked about that i just we just haven't had time this is a really long episode to talk about all this um, I, I think Kang is it. I think Kang's a worthy adversary for a season. I really do. I think he's worthy for three three phases. You can throw Doom in there and set him up for the next season. I think that's, if you look at it, as seasons of a show per se. I um Also, I, I commend Kevin Feige for sticking to his guns. He's had a plan, and I commend him for sticking to the plan and it appears that it's going to work out better than I thought because that was what I always thought after Endgame was like, how do you come back from that? Like, I don't know how you... That's Secret Wars is absolutely the opportunity to do that and if you do the things we're talking about and incorporate every character and give them the time of day and respect and care that they should be given versus what some have been given, I'm not going to name names, it's Marvel... I think you can do that, and so i i firmly i firmly appreciate this plan. I respect this plan. I look forward to seeing Marvel do this. Um, Isaac, what's the most? What's the uh, not named an Avengers movie? What's your most
1: excited project on this list? Man, uh, it's got to be Daredevil. Honestly, like that was. That's probably the best superhero TV show, number one superhero TV show on my list of all time. Uh, and seeing it come back is going to be phenomenal. I I still am slightly cautious, but I'm way, way more optimistic right now than I have been because I was like fully thinking, Marvel's going to screw this up. Like before this night and this presentation, I I was like, basically believing they're going to screw it up. So way more faith in this now. I'm super pumped for a Daredevil show. 18 episodes, man. Can't wait. Yeah. Captain America, New World Order, man. I, I'm fascinated to see how they go about this. This yeah.
0: they, There's a lot of ways they could attack this one, and I am all in on Sam Wilson being the guy and the leader of everything. I think that's going to be Please tremendous. Be I, I got to say, too, Isaac, we, we briefly talked about it, but I want to end with it. Black Panther, that trailer was so good. I just, it just tremendous work by the team at Marvel. That movie, I really hope that movie does as well. I really do. I want that movie to succeed very, very much. So that's your list. What did we miss? What did we talk about that you liked? Uh, what are your thoughts on the MCU slate? Make sure you send us an email at infinitybrospodcast.gmail.com. At you can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok. Talk, Isaac, what's coming up for the audience?
1: Anything they need to know about? Man, just getting back into the swing of things. Uh, I mean, we've been kind of taking a extended hiatus on Twitch, but we are going to... I'm hopefully going to be getting back into the swing of things over the next couple of weeks here. Max might be back since he's back at from camp. You know, we might be getting things rolling. So check out a Twitch if you want to basically stream in Monday through Thursdays, usually. So we'll we'll try to get that rolling again and hang out with you guys a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Am I uh, the glue that holds this podcast together? Yeah, I am. <laughs> am I the most talented one here?
1: Probably I really hate how that played into your favor, but, uh, you know, I can't really refute it at this point. So well, it certainly isn't Zane. I'll tell you that right now. That's definitely true. Yeah. I had, so when I was at Castaway, one of my buddies,
0: Mandy, she works there. She listens to the show. You guys give her a shout out last episode. You gave her a Yeah, show, we right? did. Yeah, you yeah, did. did. You, you did. To you did. I remember that. Oh,
1: hmm. I did.
0: Yeah, I did. I did. I was just trying to remember, like, I talked to you about it. Did I tell you about that or did I listen to that? Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, Mandy. Very politely, because she's very, very nice, walks up to me and says, so Zane, do um, you guys like Zane?
1: <laughs> Actually, <laughs> and, no. We don't know if you yeah, like Zane. So <laughs> Right. And I explained the bit as he's one of my
0: best friends, really great guy. We just love giving him a hard time. And she goes, okay, good. I just sometimes can't tell. And that was just... <laughs>
1: Chef's kiss. That was perfect. That is perfect. That's exactly how we want to play our relationship with Zane on this podcast. That is. And that's how Zane <laughs> wants us to play his
0: relationship with us. Too. He's, he's in on the bit. 100% he's in on the bit. So Yeah, so we'll get back to the swing of things on it. Uh, if you got questions about how things went for me, give me a holler. It was a month. Let me tell you. let Wild time. Life camp. It was something. So, well, Isaac, thank you for coming on today and enduring. Uh, uh, I mean, we've been here almost two hours, so we've, we've had a lot of work to do and we got more work to do to get this bad boy out, but we're excited about it. Um, thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's been a blast, man. Good to have you yeah. back. Thank you, listeners, wherever you listen, however you listen. Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. As we said at the top of the show, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok. As always, we love you guys. 3000. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.